Hey everybody, this is Alex. Hey, it's Natasha. And we are here to talk just for a second about Extra Crunch, TechCrunch's subscription product. Extra Crunch is where a lot of our best analysis and follow-up stories lives. We focus a lot on startups, building, and even poke fun here and there. It's true. I also write a daily column called The Exchange that's over on Extra Crunch. And the good news is, if you don't have EC access yet, we have a deal for you. Yes, you can use, I think, the best code there is. So don't tell anyone who doesn't listen to Equity because they're not invited. The code is equity, all caps, for 50% off your Extra Crunch subscription. So head over to techcrunch.com slash subscribe. Use that code. Make us look good internally. We say thanks across the internet. And now let's do a show. Hey, everybody. This is Alex, and you are listening to Equity Monday for February 8th, 2021. Equity Monday is your first look at the biggest tech news, what's happening in the world of startups, and of course, the global markets. There's a lot going on this morning, so instead of rambling like usual, I will just say that there's more snow on the ground today than I can ever remember in Providence. So please spare a thought for my freezing, pretty, bald head today. Okay, let's get into the news. All right, let's kick off with the weekend. Now, autonomous car company Pony.ai has raised another $100 million. According to VentureBee, it has now raised over $1 billion. For self-driving cars, there's apparently no amount of money that is enough yet for self-driving cars to actually work. And when we move on to our next item, that fact will make even more sense. Now, my favorite story from the weekend involves Apple, but hear me out. The Kia-Apple tie-up appears to be dead. A few weeks ago, it became known that Kia, a major car company, and Apple, a major phone company, were talking about building a car together. Kia's hardware, Apple's software, huzzah. Then it came out on February 5th that the talks had paused, and then over this weekend, the car company said that no talks were happening. And then, of course, down went Kia's stock. Now, the first rule of working with Apple is not talking about working with Apple. And Kia, well, they ruined that. So, whoops. Anyways, Apple bought Drive.ai back in 2019, a self-driving car startup. So it's kind of thought that Apple's car, and I really can't believe I'm saying those words in order as a group, will be self-driving when it comes out. The Drive.ai purchase was not the first time that Apple had brought self-driving engineers into its fold, just for what it's worth. Also, Vroom, a June 2020 unicorn IPO that we covered over on TechCrunch, had an ad yesterday in the Super Bowl which means that it's going to have a kind of a wonky Q1 2020 sales and marketing line item. But what's perhaps even more notable is that Vroom shares did not fall after the huge expense, like I kind of thought they would. Instead, they're up 2% this morning. Okay, so perhaps we'll see more ads and big games from unicorns and recently public unicorns? Maybe. And, you know, so much for needing to make money before you buy a multi-million dollar ad spot. The $5.5 million commercial cost Vroom about 28% of its Q3 e-commerce gross profit, which is very funny to me. Very, very funny indeed. And in other automotive news, because apparently that's what the show is today, Tesla disclosed this morning that it has purchased $1.50 billion in Bitcoin and may accept the cryptocurrency in future as a payment. So if you were holding Bitcoin, congrats. All right, this morning, Bitcoin is trading higher in light of the Tesla news. Tesla shares are up about 1.5% as I write this to you, while Bitcoin is up about 7% in the last 24 hours. So it appears that crypto investors are a little bit more hype about the situation than Tesla investors. And Clubhouse, the new breakout social player that even my friends are using, got blocked in China in the last day or so. So much for that. Now, why is it blocked? Well, it's an app where people can speak freely with people from around the globe. Last Friday, for example, we held a clubhouse that we're doing regularly to close off the week. 
and founders from around the world tuned in to share their notes about what they're up to and what they think. We had a founder from Dubai, I think, who was working in the buy now, pay later space, telling us all about the Middle East startup economy. It was great. Anyways, all of that kind of open communication is not something that the CCP would want its citizens having access to, as the party can't control it, so it got blocked. This doesn't mean that Clubhouse doesn't need some moderation. I've had an experience or two of people getting the mic and slinging some pretty nasty stuff, but a total ban is a wet blanket. And can I just say that the CCP is ensuring that China is behind the rest of the world startup market by being so censorship forward? You know, right? Anyways, let's talk about some funding rounds before I bring up cars again, because there are a couple of really, really good ones. All right, funding rounds. Everyone loves a good funding round. I love a funding round. Let's talk about three of them. According to our own Manish Singh Fable, a three-year-old health tech startup that is serving patients with chronic illnesses in India has raised $12 million in a new financing round as it looks to scale in the world's second most populated nation. A hospital group led the round. The company helps doctors keep tabs on the health of patients with chronic health conditions, including helping them schedule appointments and get them in. You can see now why it raised money from a hospital group. And NextThink has raised money, but it's not NextThink, it's NextThink, N-E-X-T-H-I-N-K. They have raised $180 million in a Series D at a $1.1 billion valuation, according to our own Ron Miller. And the same man, our enterprise guru, writes that NextThink is a, quote, late-stage startup that wants to help IT serve its internal constituents better, which means employees, which means, um, I guess, you and I. I covered the company back in December as part of our 100 million ARR, or Annual Recurring Revenue Series, a threshold that it crossed back in early Q4 of 2020. So the company is now presumably comfortably over the 100 million ARR mark, which makes its price a little bit odd. Why is it only worth 10x ARR? That feels low by modern standards. If you know, please tell us. And finally, Bumble is raising that IPO price. It's still a private-ish company and it's raising capital, so I think it fits here. Anyways, more on that on the site rather soon. All right, for our deeper dive slash riff, I got into a very interesting chat over the weekend regarding venture capital data and seed data. Now, the short riff is that it's not too hard to track venture capital data from series A rounds on up to the maturity stack, but you know, seed data and especially pre-seed data is much harder to collect. Now, why? Well, it gets reported far later by many startups, meaning that whatever data a group can collect on the smallest VC rounds is always wrong. So to fix this at Crunchbase News, we used a historically weighted projection method to take into account historical undercounting and to get a closer estimate. It worked pretty well, frankly. But lately, there's been a disconnect between what I am hearing from investors and what data from sources that I trust, like PitchBook, CB Insights, and my former alma mater Crunchbase are saying. Namely, that every early stage investor tells me that seed deals are happening like firecrackers. And the data giants are saying that, you know, things are largely flat to down in terms of seed volume. Angel investor Trace Cohen posited that because many startups are using safes today or simple agreements for future equity, they're just not filing the usual documents that we use to track what's going on, aka Form Ds, that are filed when they sell a priced round. And this actually makes pretty good sense. I'm going to hit up the data folks to get some notes from their side, but I think this helps explain the gap between our self-collected anecdata and what the large data banks have been saying based on what they've seen in the market. And this is good news for seed stage startups because there's more rounds happening than we thought. Huzzah. And that is our show. We will chat with you all on Thursday, if not before. I am Alex on Twitter. Boo Tom Brady. Bye. <laughs>